This is the Relatable Podcast with Dr. Siobhan, the place where wives are empowered to create happy and loving marriages without making over their husbands. If you are a wife looking to transform your marriage from the inside out, you've come to the right place. Get ready to hear relatable stories, practical advice, and empowering perspectives for how to have a marriage that truly lights you up inside. Now, let's get to the work of Relating Well. Well, hello there. It is Dr. Siobhan here. I am back with you, hopefully with no coughing this week. If you listen to my episode from last time, you will know that I talked a lot about the cough that I had, which has gotten much better. My voice is not 100% back, but it is tons better And I'm pretty certain I will not have a coughing fit (laughs) during this episode. I may clear my throat a couple of times, but I will not have a coughing coughing fit. So welcome. Hello. Come into my living room and sit down with me and tell me what is going on in your life. What are the things that are consuming your thoughts? What are the things that are concerning you, stressing you out, frustrating you, upsetting you? I'm sure you have a list of things, right? We all do. We all have parts of our lives that we just want to be different right? Whether it's you want more money, you want more satisfaction at your job with your husband, you want to feel more connected with your children, you want more obedient children, the list goes on and on. And I think it's not necessarily a bad thing because the things we want to be different, I think really point us in the direction of who we are supposed to be. So any desire you have for a part of your life to be better is a signal, one, that it's possible, and two, that ultimately you are going to get there. And so I take it as good news, and I think the balance is best struck when you can exist in two spaces simultaneously where you are thinking about, dreaming about, hoping, praying for something to be different, yet you are able to access sufficiency and satisfaction and contentment with where you are right now. That has been something I've been practicing in my own life, and it has made such a difference where even if things are not perfect, and for some of you who are listening, even if things are quite troubling, there is always something you can find to be grateful. There is always something you can find that is working, that is headed in the right direction as long as you look for it. So that was just a side note. That was a bonus to what 
Um, I'm going to focus our time on a little bit more today, and that's how to actually change your situation. So I'm sure it will not be difficult for you to just bring to your mind something in your life or marriage that you, quite frankly, just want to be different. And I want you to think about what that is. Maybe it is the connection you have with your husband right now. Maybe you're feeling like roommates, like you are operating in two separate worlds, but living in the same house. Maybe it's communication. Maybe you feel like you and your husband just don't communicate, that when you try to talk to him, he shuts you down or ignores you or doesn't say anything at all. Um, or he's not as communicative as you would like him to be. Maybe he omits really important details that you need to know um, that leave you sort of scrambling around trying to pull things together because he just didn't let you know what you needed to know. And if you're like me, you're probably a planner and those things really get under your skin because his lack of communication throws off everything you had planned for yourself and now you've got to pick up the pieces and pull it together. So I feel you. I want you to know that sometimes when I do these episodes, I don't want to come off as so high and mighty like you guys are just doing it all wrong and you should be farther along than you are. Nothing could be farther from the truth because the reality is for as much as I know this stuff because I study it and I read on it and I coach and work with many of you on these issues, I'm still a human being. We're all still human beings with real feelings and real emotions. And from time to time, I am confronted with many of the same things that you all are confronted with. And so as I thought about what has really been working for me personally and what I've been able to effectively share and convey to my clients that's now working for them is really the topic of what we're going to be talking about today. And that is the topic of taking responsibility. So here's the thing. The funny thing is when I thought about what to title this particular episode, I really wanted to call it taking responsibility. But then I thought about you and I thought about maybe where you are right now in your journey to take responsibility. And I thought that might not be the most attractive title for you where you would be running to this episode. And so I assumed that you would be very interested in learning how to change your situation. And so if I could hook you in with that idea, then I could help you navigate, understand, and appreciate why taking responsibility is such an essential part of changing your situation, okay? So let's talk about it. When it comes to taking responsibility, what I am talking about is really asking the question of yourself, how am I contributing to this circumstance and what is it that I need to do differently 
in order to create a different result, right? So how are you actually contributing to the current situation and what is it that you need to do differently to get to a different result? And this is hard for us sometimes because it is our natural human self-focused tendency to want to delegate responsibility to our husbands, right? So whenever something is not going well in the marriage, we get on high alert for all the ways that he is contributing to that issue being present for us. He's not doing something. He's not saying something. He is not meeting some expectation. He's not following through on something he agreed to follow through on. There's a thousand and one reasons we can give to why our husbands are the ones responsible for the thing that's not working, right? And if it's not our husbands or in addition to our husbands, What often happens is we delegate responsibility to external circumstances. And that can be anything from just overwhelm to stress to not enough time to not enough money to not enough just fill in the blank with whatever it is outside of yourself that you feel is contributing to the situation And the thing you believe needs to change or be modified or be different in order for you to have a better and different result, okay? So I want you to just ask yourself, even now as we're having this conversation, like, what do you most often delegate responsibility to? Is it your husband? Is it something outside of yourself? What is it? And if you're honest with yourself, right, you will see and recognize that when you think about what needs to happen in order for a situation to improve or be better, I'm pretty sure your first gut response is something someone else needs to do or something that needs to change. Why does this happen? right? I find myself fascinated with like why we do what we do or think what we think. So I always ask the question, why? Like, why does that happen? And so as I thought about this, I think it happens for three reasons. One, and I see this so often when I'm talking with many of you who who reach out to me um, for a call to, to discuss hiring me as your coach, And it never fails, right? Like part of why we delegate responsibility to other people or we assign responsibility outside of ourselves is because we actually believe that it's true. Like, of course, my husband is wrong. Of course, he shouldn't have said that, right? Of course, he shouldn't have done that. Of course, he should spend more time with the family. Of course, he's wrong for that. Of course, the lack of communication we have is because he doesn't communicate. I'm always communicating with him. I always tell him what's on my mind. I even ask him for his feedback, but he doesn't tell me. 
And so we get so mired in our story. We get so deep in our own perception and perspective that we exist in this world where the way we think about it is the gospel. The way we think about it is for sure the way it is. And so that's why. That's why we delegate responsibility outside of ourselves because the thing we think is wrong is really the thing that's wrong in our minds. And we stay stuck there. The second reason I think we delegate responsibility is because it keeps us safe. It keeps us safe emotionally, meaning when we point the finger at what someone else is doing or put our eyes on something that's happening outside of ourselves that is problematic, then we avoid the feeling and the experience of guilt and shame. And we trade it for being right. We trade it for being justified. We trade it for being righteous. Like, I'm right in this situation. Of course he's wrong for doing what he did. Of course he's wrong for not putting forth the effort that I think he needs to be putting forth. And so we avoid the discomfort of feeling guilty. We avoid the discomfort of feeling shame for some of the choices we made and for some of the ways we contributed to the situation happening in the first place. The third reason why I think we delegate responsibility is because in doing so, we get to be the same, right? So, If we want something to change in our life, we want a situation to be different than what it is, and we look at the other person as needing to be different, then that means we just get to stay the same. And our brains and our minds are conditioned to crave, desire, long for sameness. Change is hard. Change is uncomfortable. Change brings up uncertainty. And so when we look at something outside of ourselves as the pathway for things getting better, then we just get to stay the same, right? And I know you're thinking like, well, no, Dr. Siobhan, like, you know, I would be willing to make a few changes. I know I need to improve in this area. I know I need to do that. But really, you don't want to change, right? Like you don't, you don't want to have this complete overhaul and 180 for how you're being. And part of that is because you just don't know how to be any different than you are right now. And that's why self-awareness and self-reflection is so important in this process of creating something different and better in your life. And so... I would say for me, probably the biggest transformation that has led to creating a life that I adore right now, like literally everything is roses and daisies in my life right now. And everything is not roses and daisies in my life right now, right? So externally, Things are not dramatically different 
but internally my experience of them is dramatically different. And I don't want anything. I have zero complaints about my life right now. Can you imagine getting to a place where you have zero complaints about your life? Where you just wake up every day and you're like, this is going to be an amazing day. I cannot wait to wake up. I cannot wait to interact with my husband. I can't wait to see my children. I can't wait to get to work. Like everything is just beautiful. I am so happy. That's how I feel right now. And I want that for you. And part of the pathway to getting there, the biggest piece, in my opinion, is being able to take responsibility. Because the only way anything in your life changes is when you change. Really think about that. The only way anything in your life changes is when you change. So I want to give you three things that you can begin to bring to your consciousness as ways that you can take responsibility in order to change your situation. Okay, so the first thing is taking responsibility for your thoughts and your feelings. If you listen to my last episode, you will know there that I talked a lot about how the way we feel about something is really just a function of the thoughts we think, the story we tell, the perception we adopt. And so when you begin to take full responsibility for what you allow to sit and marinate and grow and multiply in your brain, then you put yourself in a place of power of being able to change it. And when you recognize that it's your thoughts that are leading to your feelings, most time feelings of disappointment or sadness or anger or frustration or aggravation, when you recognize that it's your thinking that's creating that emotion for you, then you put yourself in the driver's seat for creating something different. Because perception is reality. If you see something as frustrating and as annoying and as wrong, there is only one way you're going to feel and when you feel that way, it just magnifies the situation to align with your thinking and align with your feelings. And so the first place to take responsibility is just in managing your mind and managing your thoughts and managing your emotions. You'll hear me say this quote a thousand times over, but nothing is really good or bad. Just thinking makes it so. And so whatever situation you identify that you want to be different, what if you just started by thinking differently about it? So if you and your husband aren't communicating the way you'd like, or if you and your husband are not as connected as you would like, what if you just saw it as a wonderful opportunity for you to grow, as a wonderful opportunity for you to learn how to figure this out? 
Because if you're fully committed to spending the rest of your life with your husband, you've got to also be fully committed to just getting things right. And maybe the bump in the road that you're experiencing in your communication or the bump in the road you're experiencing in your connection is just an opportunity for you to learn and for you to grow and for you to really manage your thoughts in a way that serves you. That maybe, in fact, nothing is really going wrong, but that everything is happening for you, for the ultimate benefit of your marriage, for the ultimate success of your marriage, for your growth and betterment, for your husband's growth and betterment. How would you approach things if you actually believed that? If you actually allowed yourself to sit with the thought that this is not a bad thing, this is just a wonderful opportunity for me to create something different. What would you do? You'd probably act differently and then you'd get a different result. You'd get a different situation and things would change. The second area where I think it is so critical that we take responsibility is in our words. Words are things that you can't ever really take back, that you can't really ever undo, and that you can't really ever unhear. I'm sure even as you think of your time with your husband, there have been things he said that have like, scarred you in some ways that have left a mark on your soul that you can't ever unhear those words and it's forever created a change in you it's sort of that's where this land the line in the sand was drawn and I want you to also consider that you too have said words to your husband that have scarred him that have forever changed the way he sees you, that have forever changed how safe he feels talking with you and opening up to you. I had the opportunity today to speak to a woman whose husband, you know, they are currently separated. And as she was describing to me the sequence of events, she acknowledged that she was the one that told him to leave. And now he left and he's thinking he doesn't want to come back. And so I'm so conscious of how many of us think about separating because things got so bad or think about divorce. And the moment you allow those words to exit your mouth, you have created a new possibility for your life that could actually happen. And so you have to take responsibility for that. You have to take responsibility for what it is you say, whether it's in anger, in desperation, in sadness. All of that doesn't really matter because the words are out there and words have power. And so 
you want to take responsibility for what you say. And don't just say any old thing because you're feeling frustrated or you're stressed out or you think that it doesn't really matter that you can clean it up later. Yes, you can clean it up later, but it's still out there and it's still been heard and it still had an impact on your husband. And so what conversations have you had? What things have you said to him that you actually just need to take responsibility for? What words have you put into existence in your marriage that are still manifesting themselves right now? Have you told him that he doesn't care about you? Have you told him that he doesn't put forth an effort? Have you told him that he never talks to you? Those words are like echoes bouncing off the walls, reverberating and creating more and more and more and more of that because you said it. And I always tell my clients, don't ever speak something that you don't want to be true. Even if it feels like it's your reality now, it feels like it's your reality now because that's what you've been thinking and that's what you've been talking about. But you can change your reality by changing the way you think and changing what you say. What do you want to affirm in your life? Even if it's not all the way there yet. What are the things you want to be there that you can start speaking now, that you can start thinking about now, that you can get an alignment with now? You have to take responsibility for that. And the third thing we all need to take more responsibility for is our actions. I can't tell you how often it is that we as women withdraw whenever we feel like our husband is rejecting us or we withhold our love or we withhold being nice and we withhold sex and we withhold kindness and when we do that, we are so focused on ourselves and we're so focused on why we don't want to do something or why we are doing something and why it makes sense and why we're justified and why it's the thing we have to do given the situation. But we rarely think about what it's like to be on the other side of our actions. What is it like for your husband to know you don't want to be intimate with him? What is it like for him to know that you rather talk to everyone else in the world except him? What is it like for him to know that you distract yourself with work or other obligations because you don't even really want to be in the same space with him for long? Those decisions have consequences. They impact him. And as a result, he responds to that. And so I offer all of this, right, not to bring you down and not to make you feel like a horrible jerk or a horrible person in your marriage. But when you can take responsibility for it, when you can look yourself in the eye and raise your hand and say, I created this by my thinking. I created this by the words I said to him. I created this by my actions and how I've been showing up. When you can do that for yourself, you put yourself in power and in charge over it. 
And that is the key to creating a change. Because when you see how you created the result in the first place, you also see how you can change the result in an instant in some cases. This does not have to take forever. That the energy you put out there, the way that you show up is the thing that is creating whatever you are experiencing in your marriage right now. So how can you be different? How can you align yourself with the change that you want? If you want your husband to start talking to you more, how can you be more welcoming in your communication with him? How can you be more actively listening to him instead of rebutting and defending and putting your point of view about everything? How can you just let him talk and not interrupt him and give him your full attention and accept everything he's saying and validate him even if you don't agree? There's a way to validate people and just acknowledge what they said even if you don't agree with it. That is the energy that opens up communication. If you want to spend more time with your husband, how available are you for him to spend time with you? And when you request that you spend time together, how are you doing it? Are you doing it in a way that inspires him or are you doing it in a way that condemns him because it hasn't been happening? Right? One thing I'll just offer you, like if you want to spend more time with your husband, instead of saying we never spend time together, you never make time for me, you never make plans for us. How about you say, you know what? I love it when we spend time together. You are one of my favorite people to be around. It makes me so happy to just be in your presence. When can we spend more time together? Who would say no to that? But we lead with lack. You're leading with lack in these areas and he is overwhelmed by your dissatisfaction. And so when a man feels like he can't ever get it right for you, he stops doing anything because it's a no-win situation. And so only when you take responsibility can you then position yourself in a place of power to change your situation. So I want you to do that. I want you to do that right now. What is the thought you need to take responsibility for? What are the words you have been saying that you need to take responsibility for? And what are the actions you have been doing that are creating the results you don't want? How can you take responsibility for that to create something different? So I want you to know Whatever you desire for your relationship with your husband, I desire that for you too. And my only goal in sharing this information is so that you move yourself closer to it. And taking responsibility is an integral part of that. It is essential. It is required. And once you master that skill... You master the ability to change anything you don't like about your life. Anything at all. 
Because when you don't take responsibility, when you place the responsibility on someone else to change, you place the responsibility on someone else to do things differently, you set yourself up to be constantly disappointed because they're never going to do it the right way. So I like the path of least resistance. I know I can control myself. I know how to manage my thoughts. I know how to be careful with my words. And I know how to be intentional with my actions. And you can too. That is 100% available to you. Will you go get it? Will you implement it? Will you apply it? Will, it, will you make it your new way of being and existing in your marriage and in your life? Because when you do, you have no regrets. You can look at your life and feel so content, so fulfilled, so happy. Because you have taken responsibility for your happiness. You haven't given it away to someone else to manage and to deal with. You own it. You own it. And you get to make it whatever it is that you want. But that only comes when you take responsibility. So, thank you for tuning in. I got so passionate about this topic. If you need some help in this area, if you feel like, you know what, Siobhan, you're right. I probably do need to take responsibility for stuff, but I don't really know where. Or I'm having a lot of resistance to it because he's so wrong in so many ways. I'm here to help you. If you are looking for guidance and support and good advice and good coaching because you want to grow, because you do want things in your life to change and because you do know that you can create those changes with the right steps, just reach out. You can schedule a complimentary call with me where we will talk about everything that is happening. I will give you a roadmap for what you need to do to create the change. And if you feel like I am the coach for you, I am the person to actually lead you in implementing that and applying that step by step, then we'll get the opportunity to work together. It's a win-win situation. So definitely reach out if you could use some help on this topic. You can schedule your call with me by going to bit.ly forward slash call with Siobhan. It's bit, B-I-T dot L-Y forward slash call with Siobhan. And Siobhan is spelled C-H-A-V-O-N-N-E. Thank you so much for being here with me for this episode. I'll be back with you next week. Bye for now. Hey, thanks so much for tuning in. Now I'd love to connect with you more. Join me in my private group on Facebook, the Empowered Wives Society, or sign up for my weekly newsletter at berelatable.com. There you'll find additional resources to help you create the happy and loving marriage you desire. And of course, I can't wait to meet you right back here for the next episode. Until then, make your marriage amazing.